Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Kendall Rogers from D1 Baseball standing by to chit-chat with us about uh, the Razorbacks and the SEC and um, national baseball stories as well. Kendall, welcome back. How are you? I'm doing well, man. How are you guys? We're good. We're good. Let's focus uh, specifically on Dave Van Horn for a moment. How would you rate this of all the years Dave Van Horn has been the coach at Arkansas? How would you rate the job he's done so far this year? Plus, I mean, you know, you look around the country, and you know, there's teams like you say one not to have a lot of injuries, and you know, right now they're not even on the bubble. You have got Arkansas with all these injuries, setbacks, and you know, there'll be a random top eight at this point. So. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those things. Like we we all knew he was a premier coach, uh, but what he's done this year is pretty incredible. Is he the national coach of the year in your opinion? Uh, he would he would be my leading candidate. I mean, I think when you look at what he's done, I mean, it's kind of hard not to go with him considering all they've been through. But he would be the kind of the leading candidate for me. I think you look at Tom Walter as well. But I mean, this is a team that we we thought would be really good in Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arkansas is a team we thought would be really good, but I mean. To have those many guys out and just continue you know, chugging along is, is ultra-impressive. Arkansas's got three pitchers out with season-ending injuries. Against Mississippi State, there were three of their everyday players out of the lineup. I know every team has injuries, but how does that compare, Kendall, to other teams around the country? Are there others that are going through this or even more? How does this compare? Uh, there's not many. I mean, you know, UCLA would be in that equation. Um, you know, they've lost, I think, uh, two of their three weekend starters. Uh, LSU as uh, a team that, you know, they would have they would have had Grant Taylor in the weekend rotation. He's been out for much of the year. Chase Shores was in the rotation. Uh, he's out for the year. Uh, but they also have the luxury of having a guy like Paul Skeens. And, you know, not, not to say like Hunter Holland can't be Paul Skeens, but I mean, Paul Skeens is the best pitcher in college baseball. So that's kind of helped them, obviously. Uh, and then when you look at like South Carolina, you know, notice that those guys have had a bunch of injuries as of late, and also notice that their results have suffered because of it. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden, you know, Noah Hall's on the shelf. They got a couple of position players on the shelf, and all of a sudden they're losing series. Well, Arkansas, you know, don't you know doesn't have Tavian Josenberger and doesn't have Jared Wagner, and what do they do? They sweep A&M at home, mm-hmm. and they just continue winning. So uh, it, it's just been crazy impressive. I mean, I, I feel like. Every other year, I'm like, oh, this is the best coaching job Dave Van Horn and his staff have done. And then now it's once again, I think this is the best coaching job they've done. So what's really scary about this team is I think as you get Tiger back, um, you know, you get, you know, Josenberger and Wagner back, you know, those guys, and I know it sounds strange, but like those guys being out, being banged up, actually kind of helped them down the stretch because it's, it's kind of allowed them a physical reset. You know, this is a long season. It's a grinder. And hmm. For guys like Josenberger and Wagner to sit out and they don't really skip a beat in terms of the wins and losses, now all of a sudden you get those guys back and they're ultra fresh where some of these other teams are playing are worn out. So it's, it's a huge luxury to not only have those guys back and have them kind of refreshed as, you know, and re-energized, so to speak, but also the fact they've been able to win some of those games as well. That's a great point. We talked to uh, Jace Borfin yesterday, and that was one of the things he said. I asked him, how are you doing? Because he's a guy that's been in there. And he said, I'm tired. I mean, and it's understandable. So you're right. That's a great yeah. point to think about those guys who have missed some games. And if they can get sharp by the time it's critical, that will certainly be a, a big boost, I would think, to Arkansas. Um, as far as, uh, you know, I guess the, the way that the rest of the schedule matches up for Arkansas, you've got two big tests, home against a top-10 South Carolina team, they're not yeah. playing great right now. Then you go on the road to Vanderbilt, a top five team at the end of the season. What do you think in our, in your mind does Arkansas have to do to lock up a national seed, one of those top eight spots? 
Uh, I think if they can just go three and three in the final two, I think they're they're pretty much a stone cold lock. I mean, that you know, I think they're catching South Carolina at a good time, and South Carolina is really banged up. They're going to get uh, Will McGillis and Thomas Lacroix uh, back today, uh, I believe, in the midweek game. But I mean, they're still banged up on the mound. It's not that Noah Hall is likely down for the year. So it's like Eli Jerzenbeck is also out for the year. So they're really banged up on the mound. But you know, Dave and Horn would tell his team like, "Hey, you're 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 dealing with a team that." know that the hosting chances are kind of on the line. They're kind of a wounded dog, and those teams can be pretty scary. So I do. I, do, I think they're catching them at a, good, at a pretty good time uh, when you look at South Carolina. So that, that's an interesting series, but I like Arkansas' chances at home. Kendall, what does the SEC tournament mean these days, or for that matter, any t- postseason tournament? Well, I would argue that if Arkansas let's – say, let's just say Arkansas goes 3-3. Three and three. Like, if I'm Dave Van Horn, like, I mean – I'm going there. I'm I'm cool with playing a couple of games, get my guys some work, and I'm good with going home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we see it. We see it every year, right? I mean, Tennessee last year, they go to the SEC tournament, they make this you know this impressive run, they win the SEC tournament, and two weeks later they're just out of gas. And I just think when you combine the SEC season, regular season with that tournament, that is just an absolute meat grinder, and it, it's impossible. It's like you just mentioned Borfman. It's impossible for you know a twenty to twenty four twenty five year old to not be exhausted by that schedule because you know it's just so many ups and downs every week. So I just think in Arkansas's case, the same goes for like LSU uh, and Vandy. Like I just want to go there as long as you go three and three the last two. I just want to get there, play a couple of games, go home, and be happy. Unfortunately, we all know that the year before Tennessee won the SEC tournament, Arkansas won the SEC tournament, and then they were bounced by. North Carolina same result, to, yeah, yeah exactly. same result. It's hard, man. So why are we playing the SEC tournament? I mean, why are we keeping it around? I mean, part it's partly money, but I mean, there is an element of conference tournaments that I do like in the sense that it gives bubble teams another chance. Uh, this year in the SEC, it may not matter as much as if Georgia, Auburn, and A and M all continue to win down the stretch. They're all three getting in no matter what. So I mean, you could theoretically have an SEC tournament this year that literally means nothing other than the, than the last place, you know, the last team that's in the field. Um, I would just argue that it gives some teams a chance to make a run. You know, I, I think back, I, I continue to go back to, you know, was it two or three years ago? And it had, you know, the Pac-12, uh, Arizona had won like 14 straight games in the season. Their RPI was just a little short. But, I mean, they were the hottest team in the country. And they did not have a conference tournament at that point. And they did not get a chance to go to the conference tournament, go on another run, and work their way in the tournament. And, I, and Jay Johnson, you know, still brings it up today. Like, had we had a conference tournament, I had zero doubt we would have gone on a run and we would have gotten in the field. Instead, they were left out. So there is that element. I mean, there there will be situations like South Carolina. Let's say South Carolina leads that series this weekend. Like, I think they're going to have to win the Tennessee series and probably play pretty well in Hoover to still be a top 16 uh, seed. So uh, it will mean something to some teams. But overall, yeah, it's not going to mean a lot to shit. So you expect how many teams to host in the regional, in the SEC? Yeah, I mean, you're looking at Vandy's a, a lock, Arkansas's a lock. I, I still like uh, Kentucky right now would have to be a lock. You know, it's kind of crazy. They lost you know, four straight SEC series, and they kind of washed away their, their sins, so to speak, by you know winning that or sweeping South Carolina. Uh, LSU obviously would be a host. Um, and then who, who am I South Carolina, out? Florida? Florida. Yeah, I mean, Florida is still feel pretty good about. South Carolina still feel pretty good about. But those are two teams now. The last two weeks, they, they can't afford to, to tank at all. I think if one of those two teams scuffles down the stretch, they could see themselves out of the top 16. Let me ask you about, we were just talking about this sort of uh, 
wondering aloud. And I don't, I don't expect you to have the number off the top of your head. I was just curious, though, if you had any idea. Out of the last maybe 10 years or so, what percentage of national seeds make it to Omaha? I want to say it's like 60, 60-something percent. I, want to, I think it's like 62 percent, I believe. It's literally so what we guess. Like the top eight seeds make it to Omaha. Okay, yeah. that makes us feel better. All right. And what's crazy is, like, I mean, that's not a very high percentage for the top eight seeds. I mean, you're talking about the eight best teams in college baseball, and only like 62 to 65 percent of their teams actually get to Omaha. So that's an extremely low percentage. And so, I, you know, it's just one of those things. Like as you guys have certainly learned, uh, you know, in, in Fayetteville, that it's really hard to not only get to Omaha but actually win the whole thing when you get there. Mm-hmm. So it, it's the. I mean, I would argue that it, it's it's one of the hardest things to do in sports is to get through two rounds of the postseason. And, and two different setups, by the way. You're, you know, one's a regional, one's a three-game series, and an O-by-total series. And if you get in the loser's bracket, you're in big trouble. Yeah, that's a good point. Let me ask you about some specifics with Arkansas. And, you know, Kendall Diggs, the guy that had a huge weekend um, over the weekend, had 10 RBI, had a grand slam. He's batted, yeah. you know, deeper in the order around the, the cleanup spot or third, and then now he's batting lead off. It doesn't seem to matter. The guy's just got a real penchant for clutch hits when guys are on base. He's uh, He's been remarkable. What do you think about his performance and anybody else on Arkansas's offense that stands out to you so far? Yeah, man, I, I'd tell you what, that's great to see. Uh, you know, he's one of those guys that's like the consummate program player. Uh, and, you know, earlier this year I remember seeing him at Globe Life, and, you know, he had a couple of really big hits. I want to say he had a – Big hit against Texas, maybe. That that seems like like ancient history yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. But I just remember he had some big hits. I'm kind of like, man, I wasn't sure I was expecting that out of Kendall Biggs. And you know, I just feel like Arkansas always has like that dude. Like there's always a couple of guys every year. Like I felt like Jalen Battles was kind of that guy a couple of years ago. Like that there's that one guy that like you're not really expecting to kind of be the big game breaker, and all of a sudden you're like, whoa, this guy's really good all of a sudden. So he kind of fits that. He kind of fits that description for me this year with Arkansas. I think the two guys for me that I've just really loved this year, and I'm excited to see him back, is uh, Jared Wagner. You know, I saw him uh, earlier this year at Globe Life and obviously throughout the year from afar. But, I mean, you know, he was amazing opening weekend, and he did not skip a beat. Like, he is a really good hitter. He's a really good power hitter. Uh, you know, the other guy for me, Jace Borfin, you know, he was a kid that, you know, I saw at Oklahoma. I saw at the Cape Cod League. And, like, man, it was toolsy, toolsy, toolsy. And the production never met the tools. And I, it's awesome to see that the production is finally meeting the tools for him. Uh, having, you know, him having a, a big-time breakout year has really helped him. And, frankly, this kind of goes back to this whole this whole coaching thing and the ability to overcome these injuries. Is Look at how many guys throughout this roster have stepped up. Like Kendall Diggs, like all of a sudden he's a big-time game-breaker. Like that's probably not something we all expected coming this season. Jace Borfin, you know, last year – I think he hit what in like the mid two fifties. He's become a big time game breaker this year. So yeah, they've had some guys down, but they've also had some unexpected guys step up. I mean, look at the A and M series with McLaughlin and guys like that. I mean, they're just getting guys step up in all sorts of different positions. A pretty glaring guy we have not mentioned yet is a guy that came in with a ton of hype and got off to a horrific start. Speaking of Globe Life, and even got benched at one point. But now Caleb Cowley, and I'm not a even an amateur. Uh, major league yeah. baseball scout, but the guy looks like a, a big league third baseman at this point at the at the bat and in the field. Yeah, no doubt, and that kind of goes back to it's kind of funny. We you know we were talking about this as a staff earlier this year, but like when's the last time Arkansas had a bad left handed? You know, you could look back at the Casey Martin days and go, 
You know, Casey scuffled a little bit defensively. But, I mean, other than that, Arkansas always has a good left side of the infield. And you could see with Cali uh, earlier this year at Globe Life, uh, I didn't think he was great. But, I mean, you could see the tools there. You could see the physicality. Uh, and sometimes, man, it just takes it takes kids uh, you know, time to make that transition. Uh, and clearly he's made that transition at this point. Got to ask you about Hagen Smith. We have him on uh, our show every Wednesday. He'll be with us tomorrow. Uh, great stuff. Uh, we've seen him out of the bullpen be electric, and we've seen him a couple times start, and last week he started. But his problem is walks, number of pitches. He just can't go deep, Kendall. I mean, last week he, they had to get him out after five innings, and I know they want him to go six, seven innings, but they just can't get it because of a, you know, the number of pitches he's throwing per inning. What do you think is the best role for Hagen Smith? You know, I think if you look ahead to the postseason with, with injuries and whatnot, assuming Tiger can, is able to be, you know, 100% effective, uh, I like him as a starter. Uh, it's kind of interesting. I was having this same conversation with Kevin O'Sullivan over the weekend in college station about Brandon Spoke. And the, pro, you know, the problem running with a guy like Hagen Smith is his stuff is so nasty, his slider is so good, that he has the ability to rack up a lot of strikeouts. And, you know, Sully made the point to me about Spoke, the same kind of applies to Hagen that, dude, sometimes you need to pitch to contact. Like, yeah, it's, it's awesome that you have a big-time slider and that you get a lot of swings and misses, but, hey, man, we also need you to pick the, pitch to contact sometimes. So, you know, I, I know that's easier said than done when he's got a nasty arsenal like that, but I think for him it's just kind of minimizing the game. Uh, you know, maybe you know, maybe throw some pitches that, that, they can, that hitters can make contact with, you know, maybe not necessarily hitting a gap and some things like that. But, I mean, that's what comes with the territory when you have a, a repertoire where you know you can rack up a ton of strikeouts in your ride. That's going to be a big key as we get in the postseason. Like he, you know, if he starts, he's going to have to give a depleted bullpen, you know, more than four or five innings. Like that, that can't happen in the postseason. But I would start him in the postseason. I just think he's such a valuable weapon. I can't. I, I would hate if I'm Dave Van Horn to be in a situation to where I end up losing a game because he's not available because I've already used another bullpen. Kendall, we only got about a minute left. We're talking to Kendall Rogers from D1 Baseball for just tuning in on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. We talked about Wake Forest. Uh, I want to touch on a couple other teams you feel like are going to be factors at the end of the season. Stanford had a big jump up this week into the top five. Duke are in the top ten. Coastal Carolina, former national champion, is hanging around. Miami, Clemson. A lot of programs we expect to be in the mix are hanging around the top ten. Who do you like to be a factor as the season wears on here down the stretch? Yeah, you know, Wake's been a cool team because you know, they're one of those clubs that, you know, they haven't been to Omaha since the 1950s. Um, they were a program that has culturally, you know, has not really proven they deserve to be considered an elite team. And yet, I mean, they've been as advertised as not more. I mean, this is a club that's number one in the country in ERA. Uh, they're number, like, 30 in the country in batting average. They're number two in the country in home runs per game as an offense. So they're just an ultra-balanced club. Um, I think when you look at the, the rest of the ACC, you know, Duke was a team that, you know, went to – you know, back-to-back Super Regional struggled last year, but now they're back in a groove, and that's without their number one starter. So that's ultra-impressive what you know, Chris Pollard has done. I think the other storyline for me is when you look at the ATC is, you know, the fall of Louisville. You know, this is a team that, you know, they got to the Super Regional last year. We thought they would be a, a national championship contender this year. And right now they're 9-15 and 15, uh, wow. in the ACC. And there's some other programs around the country that are in the same kind of predicament. You know, we just mentioned UCLA, a preseason top-20 club. Uh, they have pretty much no shot to make the postseason right now. You look in the Big 12, you know, Texas Tech and TCU are on the extreme bubble. They may, may not get in the field. So a lot of really interesting storylines as we as we near the postseason. But uh, for Arkansas fans, it's 
kind of business as usual, which is a little unexpected when you consider the, the injuries uh, in this program. No doubt. Kendall, listen, I really appreciate the time. Thank you so much. We'll watch for your you commentary it, down the stretch. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I enjoyed it. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye.